This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. You've never known pain. (laughs) You just borrow the darkness. I was born from it. Oh, my God. There's not going to be any Chris Hansen bullshit. You even think you're young. You better send me a Social Security card, three forms of ID. Do you have a credit card you don't owe? Then you're probably too young. So do you remember Mr. T cereal? Yeah, I remember it being in the store. Remember, <laughs> parents were never letting that shit in the house. I remember walking by Mr. Yeah, T's cereal. It wasn't Villaricapur, so we weren't allowed <laughs> to have anything that trashy. My shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So not every day is promised a tomorrow. Everything that seems perfect is destined to change because that's what we do. We change. Like when you decide at 17 years old to trade up from a 76 Nova to your very first new slash used car. I mean, somebody else drove this car before me and they traded it in, but I'm going to be making the payments. This is the closest thing I've ever gotten to a new car. And this is my moment to take a step towards adulthood. So on a cold night in the middle of winter, I drove to a Jeep dealership as a guy begging for rides, riding his bike to work, to being a guy who drove a Jeep Cherokee. In one night, suddenly I was going to be going places in my new Jeep Cherokee. Everything was perfect until I had a car accident. I was driving to work one morning and it was raining and bam, totally my fault, rear-ended the car in front of me. And when you're 18 years old with your first newish car, paying a payment for the first time, paying insurance, paying rent, and hoping to eat every now and then, there's absolutely no room in the budget for full coverage insurance. So when I rear-ended a Buick on 400, I was stuck with the damage. I just had to live with the front-end damage all over the front of my car, but it was fine. It was still a new car, and I was still definitely going places. Then I started to have some engine trouble, and before long, the head gasket on my brand new slash used car blew, and my car was dead. Finished. All the hope and the promise of my new car had turned into me staring at this ugly gray reminder of how shitty my life was right around this time as it just sat in my driveway, not going anywhere. I was no longer going places. I was back to bumming rides and borrowing my mom's car, and I was stuck where I was, and my Jeep Cherokee was still there, and there was still a payment, but I wasn't going anywhere. Well, one day a friend of mine changed my life for a few months. See, at this time I was working for a car salesman and a friend of mine named Billy Ho decided to bring his mom to my dealership to buy a car. This is back when Kias were brand new and this was a big deal. She was in this little buy here, pay here loan for this car she was driving, a Toyota Paseo, and I'd gotten her finance for a brand new Kia Cephia, which was back then it was a huge deal. We got the terms worked out and Billy Ho's mom decided to buy my Kia. Now, for me, selling cars sucked out loud back then. At this time, I'm 18 years old, I'm a kid, and I'm not very good about it. So, for me, this was huge. My friend's mom was going to buy a car from me. We get all the paperwork worked out, and Billy's mom talks to my manager, and she says she's going to leave this little Toyota Paseo with a buy-here-pay-her loan at our lot until those people come to repossess it because they're not going to affect her credit, so she doesn't really give a shit about the car. This would be about three months from then from what they said. And suddenly as I'm listening to this, I'm hatching a plan. 
I would use my salesman wiles to get her to allow me to use the car just like a loner. It would be my ticket out of bumming rides. I wouldn't have to borrow my mom's car anymore. It would be my car, and best part, there would be no payment. It was perfect. So I go to my friend Billy Ho, and I'm like, hey, man, your mom's going to be leaving that car here. Is there any way you think she might be willing to let me use it before the buy here, pay here people come back to repossess it? He goes to his mom and says, what do you think? She says, sure, he was so nice when selling me the car. Let's go ahead and let him use it. That night, I had insurance, a new car, and a new attitude because suddenly I was fucking going places again. Well, a couple of weeks later, I'm out driving my brand new Paseo with some friends down Windy Hill Road in Marietta when a guy pulls up next to me at an intersection in this little Honda. And the little Honda had lights under it. It had an impossibly loud radio, this loud-ass muffler. Like, he was fast and furious before it was anywhere cool to be fast and furious. This little guy looks over at me, rolls his window down, and starts revving his engine up. And starts, like, looking at me, like, expectantly, like, I'm going to rev my engine up. And at the time, I'm thinking, dude, I'm in a four-cylinder Toyota Paseo. And I throw my hands up, like, dude, I got nothing. There's nothing I can do over here. And I'm shaking my head at him. So he starts revving up his engine. His muffler's getting all loud. And he turns his music up. And right as the light slides from red to green, he looks over and through his window, he screams, pussy, and flips me off. Now, for me, I should have just let this go. I should have just let this guy drive on and not even worry about it. But this could never stand because I had my old friend Jamie in the passenger seat and he immediately gets pissed off. He's a red haired ginger and he says, let's get this asshole. Jamie was quick to anger and he he was a little bit hot headed, but so was I. I was 18 years old. And let me just say, 40 year old Shane would slap the dog shit out of 18 year old Shane. But back then I had to get this guy. So I start tearing through the city. As soon as that light turned green, Jamie looks over at me and says, let's get this motherfucker. I start tearing through traffic. I'm weaving in and out, doing some Grand Theft Auto kind of shit. When all of a sudden the blue lights snap me out of my rampage. Suddenly the air is deflated out of the entire car and no one wants to chase assholes and Hondas anymore with loud mufflers. We're now pulling off to the side of the road. After a couple of minutes, the cop comes to the window and uh, gives me his best evening, son. This middle-aged cop with a serious look from the Smyrna Police Department looks down at me and with my best Eddie Haskell voice, I say, good evening, officer. Mind telling me where you're headed in such a hurry? I clocked you at 17 over about a mile back and you're weaving in and out of traffic. Something wrong, boy? Now, this is the moment where everybody who's ever gotten pulled over is faced with. You can either lie to the cop and hope your excuse is a good one and you can get out of it, or you can just tell the truth and hope everything works out. So I look up at the cop and I say, well, to be honest, officer, there's a Honda up there with a loud muffler that used an obscene gesture and some foul language a second ago and then sped off through traffic. And I was hoping to catch up with him and voice my displeasure. Again, I'm trying to keep my eyes on him, not waver at all, trying to look believable because I'm telling the fucking truth. He smiles down at me and he suddenly isn't serious anymore. He says, yeah, he's been running up and down Windy Hill all night, but slowing down every time he gets to the checkpoints. But we've seen him. We know what he's up to. What he doesn't know is there's a car right up there about a mile up that we moved and we're going to catch him. He then takes my license and goes back to his car to run it. And he walks back to the car really slow, making the same show out of bringing your license back that every cop does when you're in the middle of a traffic stop and you didn't really do anything wrong. You don't have any warrants or any tickets outstanding. And he looks down at me and gets serious again and says, I'm going to let you off of the warning tonight, but you need to slow it down. You understand? He said, being nice but stern to me. And with that, he got in his car and he drove away. And I drove away. And we saw asshole muffler guy down Windy Hill Road with a few Smyrna cops going through his car. On this night, asshole Honda guy definitely wasn't going places. But I still was. 
Hey guys, welcome back to another week and Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online, go to nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Pottern Family. It's a family of podcasters who come together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass podcasts, and basically create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Pottern Family, you're going to find our show, as well as the Films on Trial podcast, the Consensually Speaking podcast, and the No Promises pod. And this week on episode 130, we start out talking about some things that we remember from our childhood, like Trapper Keepers, and then we move straight into some breaking news about DeBoss being in jail. Then later on, we talk about how Kenny brought an absolute stranger to our movie premiere. So check it out. We'll be right back. This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. The real kid ball came out. You stuck a foot on my property after threatening me. I'll shoot you in the fucking forehead. <laughs> what? <laughs> How gangster was that for you? Okay. So um, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to talk about things that take us back to our elementary school days. I got shit to prove it. I got good aim. <laughs> <laughs> so I was born in 77. Kenny was born in 78. All of our formative years where we learned like – Exactly what it meant to break pencils on a playground, uh, where we learned pencil fighting, man, that shit was serious. Where we learned exactly how much pain we can take from someone hitting our arm before we had to stop thumping, uh, thumping people. Um, they're trading sandwiches and shit like that for lunch and all that shit. We did all that stuff in elementary school. And I have to say that there were plenty of things that sucked about the eighties, but kicking the shit out of the rich white kids. Um, yeah, I never did that. I was really kind of held in check by the rich white kids in my area because I lived in Villa Rica. So the rich white kids were just like slightly less poor white kids <laughs> in my area. Well, so they were still roughnecks too. I was bust in <laughs> to Vinings. So <laughs> I was basically like fucking Shrek was in the first movie when he first shows up in the city and like they make him wrestle people and he's just like decimated. Like Andre the Giant versus these kids. I was like, you've never never known pain <laughs> you just borrow the darkness i was born from it oh my god oh my god yeah dude they, they the only thing that the villa rica kids probably would have whooped my ass <laughs> in, in villa rica the differentiation between being poor and being like actually like a rich kid was the fact that their homes were detached um, <laughs> or they didn't have wheels on them that was pretty much it that we was the one only of them we got a double wide exactly <laughs> And they took the wheels off mine. They put real wood on the bottom of it. <laughs> what you think about that, Shane? It's got a porch. <laughs> mine had a porch. It was just basically like some plywood Those with steps. some steps. <laughs> That's not a porch. Those are the steps. <laughs> I had to have this conversation with multiple trailer owners. You go out my porch. That's not the porch. It's the top of the steps. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to call it a porch, dude. If it's a four by four piece of plywood at the top of some steps, it's not a porch. Just because you put railing on it, don't make it a deck. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's not a fucking deck, you asshole. So, do you remember Mr. T cereal? Yeah, I remember it being in the store. <laughs> Parents were never letting that shit in the house. I remember walking by Mr. Yeah, T cereal. It wasn't Villarica poor, so we weren't allowed <laughs> to have anything that trashy. Dude, I remember walking past and going, Mom, can I have some Mr. T? And I got to Mr. T. I didn't get to cereal. She just said the, no. The, the most adventurous I could get with cereal was Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and I had I, I ran with that for a while. 
For us, my dad actually liked Captain Crunch and shit like that. So from Captain time Crunch to time, was all acceptable. That shit fucking rips your mouth apart. I'm <laughs> saying Captain Crunch was my, or Cinnamon Toast Crunch was my choice out of the ones that I was allowed to choose. My, the chocolatey ones are good every now and then, but you get burned out on Cocoa Puffs pretty quick. My dad would go for all that kind of shit. My dad loved Cocoa Krispies. <laughs> my dad loved fucking Fruity Pebbles and shit. Like, it's a lie, actually. <laughs> grown ass man. I don't even have cereal in my house right now because I'm a grown ass man. Cereal's not <laughs> I, I bet you don't have any cereal in your house right now. I actually don't. I have no cereal at my uh, house. Oh, you know at why? Because I have things like bacon and biscuits, maybe, uh, you know, cheese and toast on a day where I'm needing them in a hurry. You know what I don't have? Fucking diabetes and a bowl of milk. <laughs> my dad would be, and you know what you do? After you eat the fruity pebbles, you drink the milk. You get the, that's extra, like, that's you get like the extra diabetes in your system. That's like fruity milk. This um, is also the same man that made you buy weed for him at eight. So, <laughs> used to maybe buy cigarettes for him, maybe buy beer for him. I mean, it was just, this is all going back uh, to the 80s. Yeah, when he calls you next time on the phone, you should record through the phone some, some parenting tips. <laughs> and we should do a segment parenting tips from Shane's dad. Oh, man. Did you have a trapper or keeper? Get it, or just write them down and I'll read them. <laughs> you can react as though these are coming. From, I'll read them out loud. Phonetically. <laughs> Things Shane Shane's dad did as a child when Shane was a child. Um, no, did, I want tips from him. Under the guise that don't tell him it's a joke. Ask, tell him that you really want to give out tips and you're asking him because he's your dad. If you ain't got time to go buy your own weed, <laughs> just have your eight-year-old go buy your well, weed you from did, your neighbor. If you identify a toy that you could beat him with, you turn that toy into a torture device. If you can turn a child's toy into a terrifying item, <laughs> make like it a, so. Like a cowboy gun belt. <laughs> did you ever have a trapper keeper as a child? Yeah, I had the one with the panther. Where it had the claw rod. marks yeah. and shit. Um, I had one that had a race car on it. I had um, oh, a couple. Had, that wasn't a real trapper keeper, nigga. <laughs> that was like the Walmart trapper keeper. I know which one you're talking about. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to talk about the Walmart trapper you keeper. Had a, you had like a trapper keeper spell with a C. <laughs> you had a um, keeper trap. <laughs> I did have the poor version you of the trapper pencil, keeper. You didn't have a pencil case in yours, did you? Oh, no, I did have a pencil case, but it wasn't like an actual, like, the little, were, the little Ziploc part tore off the first day, didn't it? The zipper would break off and you shit. Got, you got a North Korean trapper keeper. And then all you'd have is like a see-through bag that doesn't close. <laughs> you should have never told me it was the race car because I know my trapper keeper. So, yeah. <laughs> you had the bootleg poor kid trapper keeper. I had a panther. It was purple. I don't want to talk about the bootleg trapper keeper that I had, okay? <laughs> oh, after two weeks, the fucking little things didn't line up. The little the binder ends. You try to you try to bend them back to meet again, and it never fucking it never worked. And it from that moment fucked. forward, you'd flip your papers, and they'd come off track <laughs> and get shit. ripped up exactly. like they were being put through a paper grader. And then, then you would get taken off when you would send in your fucking homework because the teacher would be like, "Your paper was ripped," and it's like. Does the quality of my fucking paper matter? <laughs> Does the quality of the paper I turned in matter? You know my trapper keeper. <laughs> you shouldn't be a poor kid with a fucking fake trapper keeper. Ma'am, you know I'm poor. Look at my shoes, okay? <laughs> Did you ever get uh, handouts from the Xerox machine? 
I'm talking. I got him from the Ditto machine. The blue. No, I, meant the, I meant the Ditto machine. The blue motherfucker that you you had to have a degree in archaeology just to read that motherfucker. <laughs> Look like a map from fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. And every time you would get one, your teacher would always run. Like your your teachers apparently had no time to do anything because in between classes they'd run to the Ditto machine and run off these well, back copies. Then, like it took like five minutes to make three copies. So and like, t- and if you lost some shit they gave you, you weren't getting another copy. You know, you can sit down and copy one of your friends. And they're turning this big-ass wheel to turn the no, ditto machine. I was in Cobb County. We didn't still have the ones you had to turn my hand. It wasn't that serious. No. My teachers did. We had a kiln in our school. A what? The thing you cook fucking clay in. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, we, we didn't have... <laughs> yeah, we had, like, we didn't just do clay for, like, a whole two-week period, because I went to school at Vining, that part was pretty pimp. <laughs> where we did clay and we like painted it with the actual clay paint that you cook in the kiln and made all these cool ass little things. And I was always artistic. So I always liked those types of periods. Um, so I did all that stuff when I lived in Cobb County. Uh, when I was in elementary school in Cobb County, I remember being at Milford Elementary School. <laughs> and they I pulled you out and sent you to the hood in Douglasville. They sent me to Carroll County. Actually, they started in Douglasville. You're right. And I went to <laughs> Douglasville Elementary, and there was no kiln. There was no fucking painting and I shit. Bet, I bet wife beaters were on the school uniform. <laughs> it's <laughs> Douglasville. Douglasville is the wife beater capital of the world. And you must have a chain that attaches to your wallet. That is one of the requirements for you to be a student at this school. I'm going to not lie. I judge people when they tell me they live in Douglasville. Um, I then moved from Douglasville to Carroll County, which was just as equally Which is bad. Douglasville country. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's not Douglasville light. It's just Douglasville Carroll, country. Carroll County is like to Douglasville what Paulding County is to Cobb. It was for people who don't know, I lived in the absolute, like the most rural ass place in Georgia that I could live in without actually Rica? having a tractor. <laughs> when did Villarica fall into the chain? Uh, Villarica was last. Like we had Villarica before I ever moved back. Cause I moved back to uh, elementary school or back to uh, eighth grade in Cobb County. And I never left Cobb County again, but Villarica was pretty much from the time I was in third grade all the way up until around eighth grade. Breaking news event. Okay. One of our segment people is in jail. Who? Uh, what do we call her? You quote oh, DeBoss? DeBoss. Stephanie DeBoss is in jail. Hold on. We're going to pull the list of things that happened in elementary school in the 80s over to the side and ask, why? <laughs> I gave a special news bulletin update beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what the table was because you know that I'll be in the recording. <laughs> that's the, that's so, either we're going to make a legal discussion because it sounds kind of like law and order yeah, but- or it's a news break. So, because I just saw her posting shit online the other day, she yeah, had some, yeah, about five days ago. Because <laughs> she went, she went on a trip to the Waverly Hotel. Like it was, it was a nice little. Yeah, she probably vacation. got high there. That's probably why she failed a drug test. Ah, I don't probation. know that. I, yes, I know it's a probation violation. Her sister told me, but uh, yeah, she's in jail. <laughs> See, I've been trying to find some new to boss stuff for the audience to listen to. See, her man um, went to jail a while back. And she's been running wild since. Like, she was dating a teenager or some shit. I, I don't know. Her, let, let me, oh, God. I, I I always avoid telling any any details about Stephanie because I've had a weird life. Like, I've had a, a life weird enough to tell you guys, like, hundreds of stories from. <laughs> Not like DeBoss. Um, but our friend DeBoss, Stephanie, who was it, it's perfectly fine with her. If I give her last name out and everything, she's like, I'll give a fuck <laughs> that does not surprise me no dude she just doesn't give a fuck about anything but anyway um she had she was actually like was going out with one of our friends for years 
And I think she had two kids with him. Yeah, back when like we're talking when like we were like teenagers. Yeah, like nineteen stuff like that. She so, was like seventeen. Tommy was like eighteen, twenty. So they had a couple of kids, and then she got with another dude. And I think she's had like I don't know eighteen more kids or something <laughs> like that. Like she's had like nine kids total. Are you fucking serious? Nine kids? I think so. Her sister has the two youngest. See, because she always is posting crap about how somebody's a cunt in her family and they won't let her see her kids and shit. And I'm like, is it really that they're the problem? <laughs> I mean, her sister can be pretty mean, but she's not a crackhead. She's a manager of a subway. <laughs> I have so many jokes about this whole time period because you and I were poor and did crazy shit during this time. We've told stories of crazy shit during this time, but we progressed past being a manager at a subway. We progressed well, past having nine children. Because I know both of them. I see their conversations on Facebook going back and forth. And like, I'll see something like, oh, I can't come up to see the kids. They can't get right up there. And then the Waverly Hotel post will come up. And then you understand so much more when there's a person that comes on that post and goes, I thought you couldn't get a goddamn ride to come see your 18-month-old and three-year-old. I was I was looking at the Waverly Hotel post from the boss or dub boss, excuse me. And um, one of the things that she posted was something about room service. And her exact post was, they're shot out. $20 for one person to eat and then another $5 for it to, br to bring it to the room. Not about to pay $45 for a dinner inside a restaurant. I just ordered a pizza. And it was her hashtag was I just ordered a pizza. And I'm like, you went to a Renaissance Waverly <laughs> in the middle of downtown Atlanta, like where the players play is apparently where we live. You went to downtown Atlanta to a Renaissance Waverly and you want to complain about the room service prices. <laughs> and then your ghetto ass decided to go ahead and bring a pizza into the equation. Order some pizza. <laughs> I mean, it's just so weird to look at some of our friends who have never progressed. Past I want to know more about the Flacco kid. This kid looks like he's 18. That's all I know. 18 is being generous, dude. Like I, that kid might be 17 years old. Seriously. And like she invited him up into her house with probably seven of her children. No, Shami. No, her one girl lives with her, doesn't she? No. None of her children. Her sister live with her? has the two youngest ones. Where do all the other children live? Well, two of them live with Tommy because he has custody of them. <laughs> oh my three god. Of, three of them are adopted. How is she three of them are adopted? I think she has seven. Three of them are adopted? Yeah, they all live together. One family adopted all three of them. Dude, I did not know That's this. why the sister took the youngest ones, because she was like, I didn't want another set to get adopted. <laughs> so, they're like fucking, they're like the specialty glasses when Star Wars releases a new movie. There's like a set of them at a time that she has. And then they get adopted off to a family. Then she has a couple more. And then they get adopted off to a family. But this time her sister took, well, I just. The I, dude that she was with was the guy she got with after Tommy for a long time. Right. Got a Mike, who was like the manager of the trailer park they lived in or something. Long story. Mike's a nice guy, though. I don't mind Mike. The whole system or the whole situation. It was one of those so things where like up. Tommy was like, oh, you cheated? Good. <laughs> you can move on and I can move on and we can call it a day. It was such awesome. a fucked up situation that for a little while, Tommy was actually paying for the trailer that 
I've never she seen a dude in. to be so happy to not be dating somebody. <laughs> he was, he was like, so happy she cheated on him that he broke up with her. He like, said, "That's fine. Y'all go can move be with into him." The trailer. I'll pay for it. I'll <laughs> pay the rent. So you you take care of the kids. That's fine. I'm gonna go do Tommy things. But you take care of the kids and live here with Mike, and that's fine. I'll pay for it. I was like, "Wow, dude! Like she gave him a get out of jail free card, and he was like, no, 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 that's fine. I don't need to get out free. I'll still pay for it.' Well, he was you taking just care stay of over his there. Kids, he didn't care about her. Um, but yeah, that was who she got back with. But he got like probation violation. I think for not paying probation, something like that, because everything was going nice and smooth, like it does for people who are poor. <laughs> and then the rails all fell and. As soon as he was gone, next thing you know, there's this Flacco cat posted on her page. And he's like, seriously, like her oldest daughter's age. And I'm like, and I know her oldest daughter because this is my friend Tommy's cut child. Yeah, we've so, known her since she know, was born. Like she's right, been around. I was there when I was at the hospital when she was born because Tommy was a very close friend. So I, I'm tempted to ask her about it, but I'm like afraid that it's a friend of hers and she's like going through the trauma of her mom sleeping with one of her friends. And if that's the case, I don't want to devil into it at all. Here's the question I have though. For some reason, our friend, a boss loves to take pictures in the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, does, she does love taking pictures in the car, man. Not just taking pictures in the car. Let's not just say she loves taking pictures in the car. She will post photo sets of 30 plus pictures of the <laughs> like same 30 different poses of her in the same car. Like it's legit 10 different poses, three different, different versions seats. of the same. <laughs> she will sit the in front, the, back, the back. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. There are some of these photo sets where there will be no one else in the photo set. For some reason, she will move into then different There are seats. people in some of them and then gone again. It's there, weird. There it's are times so. she will have no one in the car and sit in different seats. So she's apparently carrying her phone and opening the doors to move to different seats in the car it's like a photo shoot to take different one. pictures. And I'm like, ah, like legit. The first time I asked her about posting her um, Facebook statuses and things like that to the show, I was like, are you going to be okay with this? Cause I mean, you tell some pretty, uh, some pretty sensitive stuff. And then she's like, Oh hell no. You can use everybody's name that I use on my page. You can use <laughs> my name. I don't give a fuck Shane. So I sent her the very first one and I like, it was pretty brutal. Like before I switched it around and I like took some of the cussing off and took Tom Cruise from Tropic Thunder out of it and all that <laughs> shit. Like it was pretty fucking brutal. And I sent it to her and she was like, no, this is fucking perfect. I want this to be the way that I am represented every week on your show. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> She's hood, man. Want. She's hood as fuck. So I don't feel like we should get back to our uh, 80s elementary school. <laughs> because I feel like your breaking news has completely derailed the show. Breaking news updates from Ken Baldwin. News from the hood. So it's pretty obvious my friend Stephanie DeBoss has absolutely no shame about anything. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break. But when we get back, we're going to jump right back in and talk mainly about how Kenny brought a stranger to our movie premiere along with a whole lot of other stuff. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right Hey there, it's Chris from More Gooder Than, where we rate and dissect pop culture one argument at a time. I'm joined by my compadres, Corey Sasso. What it is, home trees. And Donnie the Big D Car. Que mas? For those of you that would be joining us for the first time, Corey, Donnie, and I each take the side of some piece of pop culture and try and sway the world to agree with our opinions on which one is most goodest, with a 100% money-back guarantee to entertain you in the process. 
So we've done which is goodest out of the Indiana Jones trilogy. We've also covered the twin film phenomenon like Armageddon and Deep Impact. We've also compared and contrasted excellent Bill Paxton performances. So if that's something that you guys like to enjoy, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and our website, mgtpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at mgtpodcast. Thanks, and check us out. I know we need the money, Listen, but- we're not just doing this for money. We're doing it for a shitload of money. Now That I'm Older has kicked off our very own Patreon over at patreon.com slash now that I'm older. And I was able to get a couple of thoughts from Kenny about our brand new Patreon. The fuck is a Patreon? As you can tell, he's very excited and so am I. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older. It's going to allow you to pick from different goals that we've set up, things that we want to do to accomplish a better podcast for you guys, to bring you guys a better podcast every single week and to get you guys a better now that I'm older. We've got some things that we're going to need to do and we're going to need your help with them. But if you give us help, we're going to give you something right back. Things like shout outs from Kenny, stickers, t-shirts, exclusive content, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash now now that I'm older and I'm going to close out now with a few more words from Kenny about what he thinks about Patreon. I thought you were talking about a role-playing character. You thought Patreon was a role-playing character. It sounds like one of the bad guys that would throw at us. There's your commercial. Thanks. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. <laughs> hey everyone. I am Mike Jolitz from the Mike Jolitz show available on Spreaker.com and iTunes soon, I hope. I do a show where I mention some news items, celebrity stuff, stupid criminals, and just silly things I read on the interweb. Proud member of the Pottern family. Idea. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic! So I'm sitting around today talking to my mom for just a little bit. She calls in. We check in with each other, you know, roughly every two weeks or so. And she tells me about my cousin who just had his second baby. Great thing. Great event. Uh, My cousin in Florida has had his second child. And my mom goes, yeah, they named the baby Eden Rose. (laughs) Does that name come with glitter? (laughs) I stopped and said, mom, that's a stripper name. Like both of them are stripper. Why don't they just go with Mercedes as like another middle name? Like Eden Mercedes Rose. That made me go reach for my wallet out of instinct. It was like, do I have any singles? I need to hit the ATM. Not here though, because the fee is like $50. I'm going to go see Eden Rose. I... <laughs> it's not even a stripper name. That's a porn star name. I mean, my God, dude. And nobody thought about this. Nobody stepped in with a little <laughs> bit of common sense to go, listen, you cannot name your child Com- Eden Rose. Common sense has gone out the window with this name bullshit. And what I used to think was totally totalitarian and unacceptable, I think I'm now starting to support. Like in Denmark, there's a list. <laughs> Of what? Of names you're allowed to use for your kid because they got tired of this shit. People were using all these weird names. They were like, enough. There's like a list of 12,000 names. If the name's not here, you can't use it. Somebody tried to name their kid .com or something and they had enough. Um, I would move out of that country because you can't tell me what to fucking name my child. If I want to name my kid Xerox, I'm naming my kid Xerox. Me and my friends would have to deal with your stupid ass kid named Xerox. (laughs) X. Come here. Come here, X. Yeah. How are things over there in the third world where you can name your kids stupid names? Huh? <laughs> Living on VHS Island with yeah. horses and shit. You can name your kids Xerox, but your president's Donald <laughs> Trump. There you go. So, trade-offs.
my thought is if you're going to name your kid something like Eden Rose, you got to <laughs> stick something in like Stephanie. Or, or, or Xerox. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to have a normal fucking name in there if you're going to use a name like Eden Rose. You got to like Stephanie. Okay. Octavia. Go with something that's classic but Stephanie a little bit Rose different. still sounds like a porn star. <laughs> It's, it sounds like a crossover porn star, somebody who used to take dick, but now they're like doing Lifetime movies. Now they just do light, like H, like Cinemax porn. <laughs> no, I think it goes in the opposite direction. I think you start with Cinemax porn before you go hardcore, and then you come the back to go to Lifetime. change in place now. I mean, the, these girls start hardcore. Like they're, they're hardcore the day it's legal, and all of a sudden, I mean, they're burnt out by the time they're 22. Uh, just oh my shit's God. flopping like Mothra. <laughs> oh, don't fucking go there, dude. Ugh. I can't help it. The bitches beat it to roast beef. <laughs> Gross, dude. Um, my worst fear is people who will name their child something normal, like Jordan, which that sounds like a normal name, but they'll name yeah. they'll spell it with a Y. <laughs> or they'll name their kid Shane. I, shit, you not. I knew a guy in uh, in. 11th grade, there were three Shanes that year. Two of us. <laughs> two not of, a Sean to be seen. No, for that one year. But for for two of us, it was S-H-A-N-E, which is fine. That makes perfect sense. The other guy was S-H-A-Y-N-E. And I'm like, God damn your parents, dude. That's the fucking stupidest that's a, thing. That's abusing vowels. That's adding an I where it doesn't need. <laughs> that's, that's, that's abusing vowels. That's vowel abuse. Well, that, it's also no different than fucking people who will name their kid like um, Michael, but instead of like a, a CH, they'll put a K in it or some shit like that. And I'm like, why? My K. You are making sure that for the rest of this kid's <laughs> life, everyone is going to misspell their name. Every fucking person. Can we name Xerox? <laughs> <laughs> what would you <laughs> name my first kid? Coca Cola Classic. <laughs> why would you name your kid Coca Cola Classic? Because it's so much better than New Coke was. Triple C? Is that, <laughs> is that what we're going to go with? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think when you meet that girl that you're into that girl that like you fucking finally introduced me to and i don't go holy shit kenny she's 12 um well, shut up never, never been 12. it's not about pedophile because i date girls in their early 20s well kind of no I mean, no it's totally, totally a different thing i'm just waiting on you to have to knock on your neighbor's doors and be like hi no, nigga, that's not gonna happen hi, my name is kenny i dated a girl online and i thought she was no. 22 why the hell would i date a girl online that's the worst part of dating is having to talk People listen to this. Don't they? Yes, yes, they do. All right, never mind. <laughs> um, so I was looking at some pictures the other day. Um, I've got some. I'm not lonely. I'm just horny. <laughs> it's a yeah. big difference. Hi, my name is Kenny. I was talking to a girl online, and I met her in real no, life. No, then... no, no. There's not going to be any Chris Hansen bullshit. You even think you're young? You better send me social security card, three forms of ID. Do you have a credit card? You don't. Oh, then you're probably too young. Can you rent a hotel room? And I'm not talking about with your debit card. <laughs> I'm just, debit card's okay. If they get a debit card. Just waiting on Kenny to have that. Have a, have a seat. Have a seat. Like Chris Hansen just standing there going, have a seat. No, it's not going to happen. You're not. So you're saying you're not going to get caught with the underage girl that tells you she's 22? I'm not interested in underage girls. But what if she looks like she's older? I just told you that I'm not stupid. <laughs> so anyway, get, getting past this horrible scenario, um, I was looking at some pictures the other day from the movie premiere. Jealousy makes did. people twist things into horrible things, listeners. I'm not jealous of you Whatever. at all. Uh -huh. Trust me. Um, but uh, I was looking at some pictures the other day from the movie premiere that we did, 
And I realized that the way the movie premiere pictures look, it reminds me of that episode from How I Met Your Mother when Lily's pulling up all the pictures of Thanksgiving. And she's like, tell me what this girl's name is right here. (laughs) (laughs) Because Kenny has this random chick in these pictures. I don't even remember her name at this point. I really don't. What pictures are you talking about? The pictures of the chick from the movie premiere that you brought to the movie premiere. The um, Oh, Florencia. Okay, Florencia. (laughs) 15 years from now, she's going to be blah, blah. No, I don't remember her. She was the swimsuit model. <laughs> yeah, she was the swimsuit model that you never got anywhere with. And you brought to one of the most major events in our entire friendship. You brought this chick that you're <laughs> never going to interact with ever, ever, ever Talk again. Talked to her the other day. How many times have you talked to her in the past the guy, three months? I think, she, I think her ex got deported. Because so. <laughs> he's Arab. And I think I think Trump may have actually done me a favor. <laughs> Oh I couldn't compete with him, dude. He was rich, and he was like the guy who did the salt on the steak thing. He had the long hair, and he's all dark skin. I was like, that's why I quit talking to her. I was like, there's no point. <laughs> She's fucking a goddamn hair prince. There's no goddamn point. I don't. I can't. She. He, he like had a home in Dubai. Okay. <laughs> he was competing with Prince Akbar. Or some yeah, Shay shit makes like it sound that. like I wasn't talking to this girl for a long time. It's like the only time I ever went out with her was that one time. No. No, that's not what happened. 15 years from now. <laughs> so look at Blah Blah. No, that was Florency. I want to totally remember because there's not that many tens in my repertoire. You never dated her. You went out on like a couple dates with her. And like <laughs> you you said the words. You never dated her. You just went out a couple let's dates. Put it, let's put it this way. Did you ever get past first base? Did you ever no, get to first never base? Claimed it. Yeah, I got first base. You get How many kisses did you get? Two. Two. How many dates I'll did you go on? I'll take that. I'll take that. Look, just because I used to troll AOL back in the day. Don't try to bring me into your little fucking twisted oh, no. game over <laughs> your here. Your standards are subject to being questioned right now. No, no, no. My standards are not being called into question. I'm not the one I who's inviting random people. Several, she's not random. She was a random <laughs> we person. We have episodes where we talk about Kenny going after the girl out of his league. We have whole episodes about this girl. Uh, those episodes have been lost in the archives. <laughs> yeah, because Shane just lost his argument. That's what he does, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> If you guys go back to look for those episodes, they, uh, they, I don't know why, but they never existed. Yeah. Yeah. We, we posted her picture on the page. That picture also has been deleted. Yeah. See, Shane's whole premise is totally just falling apart. It was, no, it was a hacker that deleted all this stuff. <laughs> specific, and it won't happen until after this show comes out. <laughs> it's weird how that's strange. Weird how that works. So, yes. yeah, Kenny's got this picture of blah, blah. But in case you guys wondered, fake news is actually what happens on a lot of podcasts when, like, the producer tries to make up stories that sound interesting. She was the only girl I actually told about the podcast because she had a good sense of humor. I don't trust most girls. Like, I'm not telling any of the new ones on this podcast. Why wouldn't you tell them about the podcast, Kenny? Why do you think? I mean. You sound like such a great guy on the podcast. Because <laughs> if you weren't married, you'd be a lot different, too, on this podcast. Oh no! I'd be the same. I'd be the same upstanding citizen that I always am on the podcast. Yeah. The same guy who wants you to put a call into the mafia <laughs> so you can send Paul a care package. Thanks. <laughs> I am that exact same guy. Um. So yeah, but you do have this habit of just like bringing random chicks around and stuff like that. <laughs> I call bringing random chicks around. It's called dating. It's. See, y'all, what you listeners don't know is all my friends get into what I call instant relationships where they date two times and then they move in together <laughs> or they date a couple times and then they're exclusive. I don't do that. So I date a lot of different girls casually because I get weird when things get too serious. 
You get weird. Or, or like, <laughs> how do you get weird? Like, like yeah, for sure, feeling pressured, man. When you're single for a long time, it's hard not to be single. Like they come over and suddenly you're wearing flip flops with no, black socks. No, it's like on a Wednesday and they want you to go do something at that sleep day. <laughs> That's called being in a relationship. You right. fucking asshole. It sucks. Like I'm, just, I'm just wondering how weird you get. Like suddenly you start like dipping. I gotta start making excuses. Like I have pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> You I see. broke my spine. Have you seen that meme of Mike Tyson? It's like a short video where they're no. like, "Why, what, what happened? Why were you?" I think it's when he lost to Buster Douglas, and they're like, "What happened?" He's like, "During training, I broke my back." <laughs> and they're like, "What kind of broken back?" He's like, "Spinal." It was Vince Spinal. <laughs> Look it up. It's hilarious. That's that's how I get, it's like I can't come to. I can't meet you at that restaurant. Why? I'm dying. <laughs> Have you really told girls that you're dying before? I, uh, no are you just are you just making up stuff for the podcast, or have you actually used really terrible excuses like obviously bad excuses? I've I've said family members are dying. <laughs> How many family members have you have I ever died in one of your scenarios? No, but you've caused a lot of problems. Get <laughs> me from going places. <laughs> I can only imagine. That asshole Shane. <laughs> I have to fucking podcast tonight. I know. I would normally go. No, out. I would never use that because that's just a lame excuse. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, I think I'll bail you out of jail or something, maybe, but not. Why would you ever have to bail me out of jail? Let's be honest here. Dude, they don't need to know anything about you in this scenario. If you're explaining me, though, I should be the responsible one. <laughs> that doesn't should, work for the lie. You, you should idiot. be the dangerous one, though. No. You I'm always, the one that's, I'm the calm, collected one. I have my shit together. That's why they should have sex with so me. So in this, in this. It's like you've never been single before. What the fuck's wrong with you? In this scenario, you're. <laughs> me basically and i'm you that's what you're really getting at I'm the you in your head no you're trying i'm i'm the calm sensible one <laughs> and shane's the one who would be in jail listeners go ahead and write in after you listen to this episode <laughs> who do you think would go to jail out of the two of us there's been plenty of times where i've been the cop collective one and been like no shane typically i've been drunk anytime that's happened so like that's a rare occurrence in your 20s <laughs> that was it Sunday through Friday <laughs> every week <laughs> for 10 fucking years. No, that didn't happen. Every Tuesday, somebody called me and be I like, brought a stranger to the goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking chase that chick for almost a year straight. It still doesn't mean you were dating her. I actually had that. people I live with that I didn't chase that long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, brought a stranger to the premiere. I started to chase her while I still had a girl living here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a whole weird situation that you were involved there were like in. like three different episodes that centered around me and this woman. And you're acting as low. She was, she was like one of the, one of the, if you were to compare it to something that happened in the, uh, now that I'm, or how I met your mother category, she would definitely be a guest star character played by one of the celebrities. I think she'd be one of those guest star celebrities that Ted thought he was dating, but he really wasn't dating. Like he went on a couple of dates with her and she was like, yeah, Ted's nice. That's dating. It's not, he never said we were in a relationship. Three dates is dating. Two dates is just going out with somebody from time to time. Just, just seeing someone from time to time. Yes. I was seeing her. That, that is yeah, a appropriate you were seeing term. Her. Like I, I see Still people. doesn't make her a random stranger. I just brought along. Dude, I've been. First of all, we were in tuxedos. I had to have somebody look like really good. For my pictures, which she does. Blah, <laughs> this chick, blah, blah, that's going to be in our pictures. For the rest it's not of time. blah, blah. <laughs> she, she's a known person that's been talked about on this show. 
Shay is, is literally somebody you should work for Bebert.com <laughs> or, or one of the liberal left-leaning ones. Fake news would be a specialty of Shay. <laughs> what we can say, I know it's just a water main leak, but we can say government attacking citizens with water bursts. You cannot imagine how much fluoride was in this water when it leaked. Okay. The fluoride levels are definitely All your teeth are going to fall out and you're going to be brain dead. They're going to try and control your mind with the amount of fluoride that was in this water. The show's manufactured for you people. That's all I'm saying. And Kenny brought a stranger to the premiere. We were in Did not bring a stranger to the premiere. (laughs) We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. I'm sorry. I'm, I've worked by a lot of hours for the week. Basically, I union membership. I tell you, fuck yourself. Kenny, we still have more to record. You can't just stop the show like this. You should have been more efficient with your recording choices, sir. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it.